This week has had a lot of new beginnings. I've tried a lot of new things and been in a lot of different situations that I have never been in before. My name is Gareth Rafferty. This is chapter 18 of the Building from the Bottom podcast. This is where I talk about my thoughts, feelings and other things that I go through in my life. As a university student, during my process of starting a business. So I'm going to start today by setting the scene. Basically what I am looking like right now, what I am doing. Today I've been pretty busy, which I'm going to tell you a bit more about later, but I happened to get caught in the rain. And so I have a messy hair. I have messy hair, should I say? My hair is down in probably every way possible. I've just finished a drink. I've got cups on the side. I'm in a quite busy bedroom of mine in university halls and I'm lying on my bed with my laptop at the end of my bed, my journal and of course my microphone. It has been quite a cold day, my heating is blazing and I'm wearing a hoodie with the sleeves pulled up and my feet out because Well, my shoes got soaked in the rain. Now that I've set the scene, I'm going to jump straight in to Monday the 8th of October. I started this week by writing down, budgeting my time. For example... Making sure that I get the little bits done, such as my ironing, my washing, um, my degree assignment, logo design, terms and conditions that I've got to create for my business, meetings, and much, much more. And after a discussion with someone who over the past six months, well, over the past year, we have built quite a, a nice friendship. He advised me to budget my time. And what he said to me was, try and instead of doing everything, try and pick Three things. Three things that are going to be your main focus, whether that's throughout the day, throughout the week, throughout the year, and maybe longer than that. And so he started by saying that after I caught him 
whilst walking through university and I stopped and had a quick chat with him to see where we're both at at the moment and I told him that I was doing a lot and so he told me that I need to be careful I don't take on too much and spread myself too thin and I've never really understood what it meant when people said be careful you don't want to spread yourself too thin but I am now starting to realize what they mean and I think it's something that you learn when you happen to take on too many things and you realize that you are progressing but you don't feel like you're progressing because you're progressing extremely slow in a multiple amount of things instead of instead of progressing slightly faster in a small number of things where you can see the change a lot more and at the moment I am doing a lot I have a lot of things that I am tied to and I have to do and I also have a tendency to say yes to people a lot and sometimes saying yes too often can get you to double book meetings and get you to spread yourself a little bit too thin. And I thought I'd share that with you in case you're like-minded like me and you like to take on a lot of things and it doesn't even necessarily have to be work-related things, it could be anything. But yeah I'm sure you understand also just before we fully get into all of the deeper things I just wanted to apologize in case you hear any strange noises my flatmate is playing music and I don't know whether you heard my next door neighbor just went woo and I don't know how well the sound will block through the wall because I can hear quite a lot of conversations and things but we will see back to topic Monday the 8th of October I also wrote down in my diary be open to admitting you were wrong and I wrote this down after reading the book that I'm reading at the moment called how to win friends and influence people in the digital age and I think this is the third or fourth week that I've mentioned this book in a row because this is the book I'm reading at the moment um, however that might be changing soon which I will also talk about later yeah so be open to admitting if you've made a mistake and that's not just face to face when you say that you're sorry but also online and if anything it's even more important online because words spread a lot quicker online and more people see it I don't really know what to say on this point because it's pretty self-explanatory 
but sometimes admitting when you are wrong can make it a lot easier in the long run. I also wrote down, I haven't got it all figured out. I've had quite a few people coming up to me saying, I don't know what I want to do. And that they really don't have a clue. And people say that I'm lucky because I've got it all figured out. I know the industry I want to go into. um, And I know what I want from my life. But that's not entirely true. A lot of the time, if I feel like I'm stuck in limbo and I don't really know where I want to go, I tend to set myself goals so that I'm still striving towards something. Because something that I wrote on an old personal Instagram account, probably about three to four years ago now is that I'd rather be on the road to nowhere and not be on the road at all. Sometimes just setting yourself a goal, even if by the time you get to the end of it, it's not actually relevant in any way. During that process, you will probably learn what path you would like to be on or need to be on. So if you're one of these people that are not too sure what career you want to go into, not too sure what type of thing you want to do, then start by setting yourself a goal. Whether that's something as simple as researching topics for a university degree, researching jobs online and finding out what sparks your interest or phoning up a local agency to ask if you can have some work experience. You've just got to get started. That's the way I tackle things. People may have other ways, of course, but That's the way I like to give myself goals and always be aiming towards something. And it's very easy for it to appear that I have everything figured out, but it's only because I'm striving towards something as opposed to not striving to anything at all. On to Tuesday, I was flicking through the music on my phone and the different audio files I had. And I came across a podcast that I listened to. And I don't listen to podcasts that often. It's only one podcast that I found that I really clicked with. And unfortunately, at the moment, he's not creating episodes. But this podcast is called Diary of a CEO. It's by a guy, it's by a guy named Stephen Bartlett. And... He is the CEO and co-founder of a huge marketing agency called Social Chain. And during one of his podcast episodes, which I decided to re-listen to, and I believe I've mentioned this in a previous 
episode of my podcast, one of the first initial episodes. He said, do not drop the pie whilst reaching for the apple. And this goes back to a point that I've mentioned previous in this podcast, talking about having a main focus and not dropping your main focus in order to take on another thing or yeah just taking on something new because if you shift your focus then it means all the work you've put into what this person is considering a pie means that you've worked towards that for nothing Have a clear focus. Don't spread yourself too thin. On Tuesday, I had the first out of three cool things that happened to me this week. The first one, which happened on Tuesday, I got asked for my first ever quote. Now, this quote is just to basically see what I'm charging in order to help people with the social media. And this person I know quite well. I'm I'm already a brand ambassador for them. And I told them about my business a few weeks ago. And she sent me an email over on Tuesday asking for a quote. And so at the moment, I still don't fully have a solid pricing structure. But I told her I will get back to her. But everything's not finalized yet. And so I'm trying to quickly rush in order to get it finalized. But it's difficult. And I'm still, I'm still learning. I'm still learning. It's also really exciting. And as soon as I saw the email and in the subject it said, quote, I automatically had a smile on my face because it means that my business is moving forward and moving beyond all of the formal, legal, what some people may consider boring things behind the scenes that the end consumer doesn't see. And so I'm quite happy that I'm getting closer and closer to going to market, as people call it. On Wednesday, I met up with a person called Tamsin. Now, I've mentioned this person a lot. She's a student at the University of Derby, and she also um, is a vlogger, on YouTube and has other social media accounts and really enjoys being on social media. And so I popped around hers on Wednesday morning and we had a discussion of a glass of squash basically to talk about a cool project that I mentioned last week. And 
So, this cool project, I will mention when I start talking about Thursday, just to build a little bit of tension. And for this cool project, she requested that I watch Shane Dawson's vlog on the mind of Jake Paul. And if you don't know who Shane Dawson or Jake Paul are, um, they are both YouTubers. Jake Paul is the brother of Logan Paul. And there's been quite a lot of conspiracy. Quite a lot of people are saying that Jake Paul is a sociopath and that there's something wrong with him because he doesn't really show any emotion. And I only managed to watch two and a half episodes out of about five that are currently out. But I don't know, it really questioned my myself as a person. And I say this because during during that interview that Shane Dawson was doing, he mentioned that one in 25 people are sociopaths. And then he started saying, so that basically means that someone in your class could have been a sociopath or is a sociopath. And then it starts to get weird. Because people start trying to find the people that they know that could potentially be sociopaths. And it made me question. Number one, who are we to start diagnosing people and saying that they have mental health issues? And two, aren't we all sociopaths in some way? I mean, often it's very easy to show a certain dislike or show no emotion to certain people in our lives. This is usually after having a negative past. Similarly, being a sociopath begins by having a negative past. And so it then gets even weirder. It's very easy to start looking for the sociopath in a group of 25 people that you know. Maybe even flicking through Facebook or Twitter at your followers and trying to find which one of this person is a sociopath. But what happens when you realize that you've picked out 25 people and you can't find a sociopath? Does that then psychologically make you think about if you're the sociopath? It's quite deep. <laughs> and it was a very eye-opening experience watching the, watching the episodes of this YouTube documentary interview series. And I would definitely recommend to watch it. I'll include the details below. On a completely unrelated note, moving on to Thursday, the day the the cool project was released, and 
before I mention that, I'm going to talk about three other points. I started off in the morning by writing down, I wonder what determines your mood when you initially wake up. That second when you open your eyes in the morning, how do you, uh, how do we know what makes us smile literally when we open our eyes? So if you close your eyes for a second and then open them, that split second when your eyes open, before you even have chance to move your mouth or think about whether you're having a good day or a bad day today, that split second, what determines your mood? A lot of the time, maybe even the first five minutes of you being awake, you're not fully awake because your head is still in the dream state. And so that questions your, your control over your emotions when you're asleep. It's very, very interesting. Unfortunately, I cannot find a solution to this. I'm, I'm not a, a scientist. I don't really, don't really know the answer. But if there's anybody listening to this and you do know the answer, I would love to hear it. Or maybe you know someone that might know the answer or you have an opinion on this topic that would be great to hear. I don't really know where else to go with that point. On Thursday, the 11th of October, still, there was the internship fair where there was lots of quite big employers there and you could go around and talk to them and experience what they were offering. And by what they were by what they were offering, I mean what they're offering in regards to jobs to students, whether that's a part-time internship or a full-time graduate role, um, what these companies are offering. And unfortunately, I didn't get time to speak to anyone, but it was great to see so many big businesses collaborating with the university for the better of the students. Thursday, I also had my first deadline. I had to submit a presentation and then talk about this presentation on Friday. This was the second thing that was a first for me this week. Two out of three. And this was new to me, not because it was a presentation, not because I was speaking in front of about 40 people, but because it was the first step towards my degree as a whole. And that made me slightly nervous, especially at the beginning whilst I was waiting to go up and speak. It was literally a five-minute presentation, and then we were basically pitching a brand um, for a current 
brand that is going to be launching. Um, it's all internally in the university, but that is basically what we had to do. And I was confident, but I was really, really nervous because I knew this meant that the £9,000 that I'm paying at the moment for university, this is it, and I, I, I need to prove myself in this. And so that's where the nerves came in. And finally, um, for Thursday, the third cool project, the, the third new thing I did this week is the cool project, which I'm now going to tell you. Me and Tamsin and a guy at the university called Matt, who works for the university, he approached me and asked me to basically be the face of a vlog. And by this, he actually means a video podcast as opposed to just an audio one like this one. And so this is the first time I've ever done anything like this, especially because it's with me and Tamsin. And it was, um, it was really nerve wracking because Tamsin's always in front of a Canon camera. I'm usually in front of a phone camera, but we had studio lights. We had a little webcam at the moment to start off with, but we're looking at getting um, a bigger, we're looking at getting, we're looking at getting some cameras and we had a guy managing the computer whilst we were on stage if you will and so that was really new to me because i've never really been in front of studio lights before especially not for something like this and this podcast this new podcast is called happy mediums We've literally just started it. The first episode took place this week. It's going to be 10 to 15 minute episodes. Starting off by talking and telling you guys tips of some form, things we're learning, etc. And then for the last five minutes, we're going to be talking about something that is relevant in the news at that time. This week, we talked about the Shane Dawson series with. Um, about all about Jake Paul and what I mentioned earlier, um, and yeah, that's gone. That's the the cool project. At the moment, we're still in the learning phase. We're recording, and then we're just gonna put it up and see what happens, and we're gonna learn from it. But that's pretty cool. On Friday, I made a mistake. Something that I would advise to you guys. I went to a logo designer and they don't just do logos. They do social media kits and they are going to be doing my business card designs too. And I knew this when I first hired them and that was completely fine. Gave me a great deal. And then they asked me for social media profiles my business this is and so I was like okay I don't actually have the profiles at the moment but 
I searched for handles and then I realized that a handle that I wanted on Twitter is taken. And then that's where the mistake was made. And also because she wanted my she wanted my website and other details, but I don't actually have them yet because I haven't got around to making a website because I was waiting for the logo and then I was going to make it. And so luckily this designer is really, really nice and has said they can do the logo first and then later on do the other bits and bobs that are needed. And what a saviour. But I made that mistake. And I also don't have an email address for specifically my business. And so that's something I'm going to be working on. The final point... The final point that I wrote in my diary for Friday is that time has flew by. This time last year, I had been in university a month. Just over a month. And it's pretty crazy that I'm already a second year. And this time next year, I will be either in my final year or on a placement year. So I think that is pretty spooky. But you have to work with the time that you have. And I have definitely 100% developed over the past year, which is amazing for me because I've learned a lot along the way. And I'm sure I'm going to learn just as much over the next year. Man, it is it has flew by quicker than I could have ever imagined. It feels like just yesterday that I was starting university. Saturday, aka yesterday, I went shopping. Now, I don't usually talk about some of the social activities I do. Um, but today I'm going to. So yesterday I went shopping for my one of my little brother's birthday was on Saturday. And so I went shopping to get his present and also my sister's birthday present because I won't see them for their birthday. Well, I I won't see them for their birthday, so when I see them which was today, I had a present for them. My sister's birthday is the 24th of November. Um, Not November, sorry, October. Um, 24th of October. And so I know I won't see her, so I bought hers as well. And so that was really interesting. Usually I don't really like shopping, but... Occasionally, I don't mind going because it's always great to see how businesses hold themselves up in a retail environment, especially when they could be next to some of their biggest competitors. 
And I also love to see the way that people advertise in places like places like shopping malls, um, shopping centres, retail parks, that sort of thing. And so personally, I find that really interesting. But if you're not from marketing, you probably don't. And it sounds a bit weird. <laughs> and finally today, um, I have two two final points. So today, me and my girlfriend got a train to um, a location, which I can't even remember the name of. It was a tiny train station. Um, and then we got off and we met my two younger brothers, my sister and her boyfriend at a place called Inflatonation. It's basically a huge warehouse that is full with bouncy castles um, and different things like that. And so I met them there. We all had a great time, played around, had a bit of fun for an hour, ran a bit wild and crazy. And bearing in mind during my way here, well, during my way there, it rained. So I had to buy some new socks. We had a lot of fun bouncing around, climbing up and then sliding back down, um, throwing balls at each other and just having a lot of fun. Um, and so after that, we decided to go to McDonald's to have a bit of lunch. And so I could give them their presents. I got my brother a VR headset and for the first time. Well, one of the first times he actually seemed genuinely interested in the present that I bought him. And if any of you are older brothers or sisters, older siblings, um, parents, etc., you will know what it's like to buy for a teenager, especially a young teenager like my brother is. My other younger brother is also quite difficult, but we'll come on to that when it's his birthday. Um, but that's not the final point I wanted to mention. The final thing I wanted to say is that my somehow we got onto the topic of my business and my sister was asking around of what my other brothers want to do and my brother whose birthday it was yesterday he said he wants to start his own business like me and i felt happy happy because my brother is looking up to me um, and seeing me as a positive role model of someone that he would like and aspire to be similar to. And he listens to all of my podcasts, which I don't know if I have loyal listeners yet. I don't get that many listens, but that was really nice. And he said he wants to go into something like the tech industry, which sounds really cool. And he asked a little bit about my business and I tried to explain 
but there's a lot. But I find it really, really nice that he saw me as a positive role model. And even if he doesn't end up starting a business, and if he decides that he wants to be a teacher, for example, I don't really care what career he goes into as long as he's happy. And that's the same with both my brothers and my sister um, and all of my family, really. As long as they're happy, I'm not really fussed about what career they're in. I don't really believe anyone has to try and keep up with anyone else. Doesn't I don't see it as any form of competition between myself and my family. No need to compete. And I also looked at it in a different perspective. I realized fully today that I could learn from my brother. Yes, he may be quite a lot younger. He's he's in, in year nine. So he's 14. And it's pretty crazy because someone who is five years younger than me I don't know whether that's right I don't know um, someone that's younger than me um, and quite a lot younger than me and is still in the school system it's quite crazy to think that I could learn from him but not necessarily academically, but the way he holds himself is a lot different. He doesn't let anything bother him. And sometimes that can be very difficult to do. And so a lot of respect goes out for that. And so this has been my podcast. Chapter 18. It's crazy that we've got this far. My name is Gav Rafty. This is my Building from the Bottom podcast. If you are listening, thank you and I hope you have enjoyed Chapter 18. Have a great week.